Hey Katie. Thanks for joining us on the Research Labs show by Sunday Pajamas. How have you been? Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I'm honored to be here. It's really I've been super excited. Let's begin with uh, how it all started, how we ended up here uh, on the show and how we met through Katie's office hours on LinkedIn and how you're helping students through your office hours. Uh, tell us about yourself and uh, how is 2020 going for you? So lots to unpack there. Um, I'll start with your second question, which is tell me about yourself. Um, I'm Katie, nice to meet you guys who are watching. Um, I'm a recent college graduate um, from San Francisco, a little south, um, and I'm an incoming program manager at Microsoft, which means I'll be doing a lot of fun product management work, um, overseeing and um, rallying a team around a product. We'll see which, one, which product I'm on. Um, but I have always loved to help people um, and I've always loved to find new and innovative ways to explore the world. My parents taught me that. Um, it manifested really young. They moved us to Spain for a little bit, which was an amazing experience and has really been a through line of my life. I studied Spanish in college um, and have always really harbored a desire to learn more about the world, other languages, other cultures. Um, and I, it's also translated in my desire to help people, which I think is where my office hours comes in, is I've always spent a lot of my time trying to give back. Um, I understand there are a lot of ways to give back in the world, but time has always been, I, I say it's, it's my selfish way to give back because I get to see the direct effects of my help. Um, so I've spent a lot of my time in, in high school and college and, and now volunteering, working with people, trying to um, provide some use, um, advice, some of my skills. I love to talk, as you can tell. So um, that has been a very validating experience. And that is actually where my office hours were, were born out of that desire to help, especially when there's so much going on in the world right now with um, COVID, um, police brutality, systemic racism, climate change, like pick your poison. Um, the world's crazy right now. And um, I had a lot of time uh, after graduation, three months um, before starting my job, which I start very soon. And I was talking it over with a friend, like, how can I help? How can I give back to the world right now? Uh, LinkedIn has always been my favorite social media, which I think says a lot about me. Um, but I always love to go on and browse it. And just by nature of connecting with new people, networking, uh, going on it a lot. I've seen a lot of really interesting things on there. And I, I know it's like the professional Facebook, if you'll allow me, but I've seen so many great expressions of vulnerability, assistance, interest. Um, if you follow the right people, you'll learn so much just by like browsing LinkedIn in your spare time. And so when I realized I wanted to help people and give back, at first I was like, what do I do? What do I have? I'm a new grad. What can I offer the world? Um, but I had been working for the Center for Professional Development, which is like the career center at my school, um, for a little bit before I graduated. And so I had resume training and I've always loved to talk, give advice and have mentored a couple of my younger friends through job interviews and just career exploration in general. And so I decided to offer that. Um, in June, I piloted a resume review for about 20 students and I sent out forms. I was like, was this helpful? And they all said it was. Um, and I also included a question, would you like to discuss other topics? And a lot of them, most of them did. So I decided to make a quick post on LinkedIn about it because it was the community that had given so much back to me and 
it is a professional community, so it made sense to offer professional services on there. Um, originally, I wanted to charge and then donate the profits, but it felt wrong to do that. Uh, and so I decided to just offer time slots as my schedule allowed, which I have no schedule. I'm not working yet. Um, so they've, it's been super validating. I've loved talking with everyone. I've met so many new people. I met you through office hours. Um, and so it's been a really fun experience. Hopefully I've been helpful. The follow-up surveys results say so, but people also might just be nice. Um, but it's something that I plan to continue doing probably with a little less frequency once work starts, but um, it's been really fun and I really enjoyed it so far. There's a lot going on, but um, I'm at home in California with my parents and my dogs. Um, so there's not much more I can really want um, in the world, but definitely a lot of time for reflection. And so I, I wanted to do that more uh, outside of my classes. And Dartmouth had an on-campus startup accelerator called Dolly um, that I applied for as a project manager, which is a little different from product in that it's more like timeline based. You're not. Yeah, there's so many names, so many names. Um, but in, when in default, just write PM because they usually start with P. Um, but it was a lot more timeline based, just like, you know, rallying the team, motivating them to um get to get the work done efficiently and is as, um as per the like minimum viable product um, which is what usually the client wants as possible and it was the best experience ever uh the team was incredible i learned so much from them um it was two designers two developers and we worked with this awesome partner uh who was there and in 10 weeks which is a very, very fast time to build something. We built him a GUI to test if Octopi had working memory. And it was the best project ever. Um, I knew I wanted to pursue product, some kind of like business in tech role, um, and product had a little bit more strategy attached to it. So I sought out internships in the field. Um, there's not a lot, there, there's very few of them, but um, I networked with a bunch of people and just kept emailing product like me that I knew through Dartmouth, through LinkedIn, that, you know, my, my, uh, the kids I babysat, maybe their father had a friend or their mother had like a friend. And I just tried to get my hands in every pie, so to speak, and, and learn about product at a lot of different companies. And that translated really well after, you know, I sent in some applications, talked with a bunch of people. Um, I ended up getting two PM internships at a cash app, which is Square's Venmo, um, which was amazing. Great experience, great team, uh, solidified my desire to go into product. Um, and then I interned at Disney um, in the emerging tech segment of the parks, um, which was also just an incredible experience. And so to connect with your question, why Microsoft, I knew after those two amazing internship experiences, like I had to go into product um, and had everything I wanted, smart people, constant challenges, way to make impact. Um, and so when it came time for applications, um, full time, I knew it was a little different from an internship. It's not a three month segment. It's a company that I hope you know, that your first job, like you like the company because you could be there for a really long time. And um, so I, I cast my net wide because again, there's not so many new grad PM opportunities and um, kept talking to people at each company that I was applying for or applying at. And the Microsoft people just stood out. They were so smart, so savvy. I wanted to be them. I wanted to be around them. Um, they gave me so much of their time and mentored me throughout the process. And so in the, in the back of my mind, there was always a thought like, damn, excuse my friends, these people are cool. 
Um, and so when I got the interviews um, and prepped for them, and I can talk about that as well, um, in the back of my mind, I always really like appreciated Microsoft, uh, the company, Bill, Satya, the, CT the CEOs, the leadership, um, and as well as the people I'd be working with really stood out. And so when it was coming time to decide where I was going to work, it was pretty much an easy decision in that um, I wanted to be around the, the coolest, smartest people um, I'm from San Francisco, so it was fun to be offered the chance to explore Seattle. So hopefully I'll get the chance to do that in the new year. Um, and then I also knew that, like, you know, as a new grad PM, I wanted to learn the most from those around me, but also have opportunities to learn. And Microsoft's new grad PM program is one of the best around. So it was an easy decision to make. Um, Microsoft is a company, too. I could, I could really give you the spiel, Nishi, but they, they really care about their employees. I wanted to work at a company that valued me as an employee, as a person. Um, they have a great volunteer matching program, great work-life balance. Um, there's more to life than just work, even though work can be a big part of life. And that was really important in picking product and Microsoft. Um, and they also, like, Microsoft is such cool cutting-edge things. Um, they donate a lot to those around them. And then they also are such an inspiration um, in terms of the research papers that they write. Like I read most of the research papers that I read in my you know, topics in human computer interaction class were from Microsoft. Um, so that is the long spiel I could probably go on. Um, I'm really excited to start. That is so amazing, Katie. Congratulations on that. Tell us about how you prepared for it and how it all went uh, and, and how were you looking forward to your new journey after college? Totally. So to cover that, I start in a couple weeks, um, which was really nice. They gave me a nice long break to enjoy myself after college. Um, but I'm definitely getting a little bored and I am really excited to meet everyone, even though it's through a screen, which, you know, so it goes, as, as Kurt Vonnegut says. Um, some things that I've been doing to prepare for that, um, you know, of course, all my required onboarding and stuff. I just, I took my badge photo yesterday, which is something I, I totally forgot about, but I'm, I, you know, I need a badge. And so it was up against this wall because it's like the only wall in my house that doesn't have something behind it. And it's like me just smiling. And my mom was nice enough to help me take the photo. Um, but beyond the requirements, I'm reading a lot of different articles about how to start work, like what to do as a new grad, um, which is really helpful learning how to set like 10, 30, 60 day goals, um, what questions to ask your manager. Um, and I'm actually trying to put together like a medium post that I'll probably publish on LinkedIn in a couple of weeks once I start um, about like how to start your new grad job remotely, because I feel like there's not so many articles I've been able to find about that specifically. Um, I've also been calling a lot of like Microsoft PMs that, you know, I called during the preparation part of the process when I was interviewing and they've been so lovely. Um, one has been like mentoring me and it's just the kindest human to give me their time. Um, but I've asked them a lot, like, how do you, what do you think a new grad should do? What about what should they do remotely? And the answers I've gotten back um, range widely, but it's a lot of um, like meet people one-on-one -on -one as much as you can. Um, keep your camera on, which is something that I, I will do. I, I, that's probably what I'll be doing in a lot of meetings is like troubleshooting my, my camera. But apparently it's for people to know the new face. Um, so this is, this is what they're gonna see all day, um, hopefully. 
Um, and I, I think that's a lot of what I've been doing to prepare, um, getting my work environment set up. Um, I'm going to be working from home for a couple months, which is really nice to get that unfettered family time. Um, but it's definitely a different, yeah, it's a different vibe than I expected for my 20s, but it's definitely not a bad one. Um, the flexibility of work from home is so nice. Um, so that's what I'm doing to prepare. Um, and then I'm happy to circle back around to prep for the interviews. There's a lot in the recruiting process and it's, there's a lot to keep track of. And um, something important to keep track of always is like your mental health. It's not easy to recruit for jobs. Um, if you're a student, if you're a new graduate, if you're transitioning roles. Um, so like most importantly, value yourself, take a deep breath. Um, re rejection breeds resilience and resilience is beautiful. Um, but it always helps if you can pick yourself back up with a nice like face mask or a movie. Um, so that like, you know, mental health um, kind of a, a, like reminder aside, um, something that's been really helpful for me is just keeping track of it all. Um, definitely, I'm definitely type A, very organized. So keeping track of my recruiting process from like what opportunities I was applying to, um, what I needed to do, uh, who I was talking to, who to follow back around on in a Google Sheet, um, even Excel, uh, a Trello. I use Trello. It's a it's a cool um, little like card-based organization platform, but to each their own. Um, it was really helpful for me because I guess, as I said, there's a lot to prep. You need to find the opportunities to apply for. You have to like create your resume and your LinkedIn. Networking, I think, should always be a huge part of anyone's job process um, just to understand more about the company and role and also to get more insight into um, answers that they might ask you um, during the interview. Um, there's referrals, which relate directly to networking, um, behavioral preparation, technical preparation. And honestly, there's there's so many other topics that are kind of wrapped into the whole recruiting process. So there's a lot, um, but it's manageable. You can do it. And that's why keeping track of your mental health and also everything you're doing is not only very validating, but can also be um, a little bit like it can decrease stress levels. So I'm happy to take those one at a time, um, if that works for you, Nishi. Sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, tell us about how do you reach out to people? How do you uh, start that conversation? And how do you source opportunities for yourself on any platform? Yeah, totally. So um, let's say you find a super cool opportunity on like a LinkedIn or you just, you know, this cool company that you're dying to work for. Um, and maybe they don't have a role, but you know someone or you see someone interesting who, you know, studied something similar to you or has the job title you're obsessed with. Um, that's a great time to reach out. Um, and to reach out, um, there's usually like one of two methods, like LinkedIn or email are the two that I would advocate. Um, I've never gotten like a Facebook message or a tweet like that's like, hey, Katie, will you talk to me about jobs? But um, the unconventional methods are always um, an option. But personally, I would advocate for LinkedIn or email if you have their email or contact information. Um, but it's pretty simple to reach out. And if you're a student or a new graduate, like, it's probably the best thing you can do in my mind is learning about other people, their jobs, their roles. Um, it's something I wish I did more of in college and I'm a little jealous. I can't go back and repeat it so that I can talk to more cool alumni or people I know, because when you're a student, like your job is to learn. That's your job. It's in the job title. You're a student. Um, and so 
networking is a great extension of that because you're learning about the, the corporate world and what people do and their companies. Um, and I think commonly something I've heard a lot in my office hours is people are nervous about reaching out. And I totally empathize. Like it's nerve wracking. What if they don't respond? What if, um, I, I don't know, what if uh, the worst thing in the world happens? And I don't know, yeah, the mind snowballs. But um, it's really, it's not just, it's not just a take when you're asking someone for their time. It's also a give in that when you're a student and you're, you're giving your ear, like you right now listening to me, you know, people are so happy to talk. And that's why I have my office hours. I, I love to share my knowledge and I guess mentor another generation to speak broadly. Um, it's definitely not as cool as that. Um, but definitely I implore all students to, to reach out. Um, again, I, I mentioned I did it in college. I reached out to two people a week, did not have a hundred percent response rate. Um, but I was able to talk to such cool people. Um, like the president of Y Combinator and I met for coffee back before COVID. And we talked all about like biogenetic warfare and what will happen if there's a pandemic. And, you know, it's very pertinent now. Um, and I talked to the, also a CEO of this really cool company, StoryWorth, which is basically like, um, books that you, it's like a book kit that you work with your parents to kind of tease out their memories and, and write a book about it. And my point being is that these people are so cool and they gave me the time of day. Um, and so I really implore you to network. Um, but the way to do that again, as I mentioned, is through like email or LinkedIn. Um, there's a, a couple of best practices that I'll recommend. Um, one, keep it short and sweet, especially if you don't have LinkedIn premium and you can't write a whole in-mail message, you only have 250 words, but you can do a lot with those. Um, so keep it short and sweet, something about like how you found them, like, hi, I'm Katie, I found you on LinkedIn, your profile's super cool. Um, say something about yourself. Uh, I am so interested in your company because of this, or I read this cool article about you and I wanna know more. Um, say something about why them and their company, maybe their role. Um, your, your role as a PM at Microsoft is something I'm really interested in. Um, I would love to talk further if you have some time in the next coming weeks. Um, and then, you know, thank you, Katie. Um, I usually include a contact number, like a cell phone, just so it kind of tees up the eventual phone call. Um, the more personalized, the better. Um, I once emailed the VP of Pokemon, uh, a VP of Pokemon, she covered like Pokemon for Asia. And I wrote this whole big thing about how I loved Pokemon as a kid, which I, I guess now that's out there on the YouTube world. Um, but I loved it and, and all these things. And I honestly, I don't know exactly why she responded, but I'm sure it had something to do with how much time I put into the email. Um, the other thing I'll say with networking is sometimes, I've also heard this in office hours, people wonder why they're not hearing back from um, people they've reached out to. Um, and I recommended that they actually take some of the overhead off of the person that a student is reaching out to in that um, they include a couple of different like times. So you'll include a couple dates and time chunks. So if you're asking for like 20 minutes of someone's time, um, which you'll always get 30, usually calls are 30, but if you ask for 20, it sounds a little less of an ask, a little trick. And how about a little agenda? Uh of how, what you're trying to achieve with the call that you are so willing to make. Yeah, totally. Um, definitely during networking, I mean, 
it's a conversation. It's not just like a check, check, check the boxes. And so I think a lot of um, the best questions I've been asked in office hours or in networking calls are the ones that are different that you don't hear every day. It's definitely useful to ask people like, how do you get from point A to point B, maybe a school to a role or one role to the next? Or how did you find this opportunity? Um, As well as like their day-to-day work and the culture, I would always recommend asking those three questions because you'll get different answers. But I think to your point, like the fun questions um, that turn into conversations that that mean something that when you circle back around with them, if you're asking for a referral or, you know, just want to hear back from them and maintaining the relationship that they get excited about you. Um, there are a lot of just the questions that come to your mind that are a little more personal. Um, I personally like like what excites you about the world today or like, you know, something in the technology landscape, because it gives the person like so much bandwidth to talk about something they've been dying to talk about. Um, Another good question, if you're like actively interviewing at the company or interested is um, like, tell me about a memory or like something about your company that like uh, exemplifies the culture. Um, That's how I learned one of the companies I was applying for had rooms that were named after mathematicians. And that's something that was not on the website. Yeah, that I had no idea about. Um, But I mentioned in an interview and the interviewer was like, how did you know that? That's amazing. No, I, I mean it. Um, there's a lot of great questions on Medium that, like, just peruse Medium. You can say, like, good questions to ask people. Um, but definitely try and find, like, some extra questions to spice up the conversation, to learn more about the person, how they think, um, but also have more of a, a sparkly conversation. Um, those are, that's my best tips for what to talk about. I think once you break the ice, uh, you'll find a way. You'll find a way. And the conversation Totally. And even they're going to interact, so that should not be that nerve-wracking. Just go out there and send that message. Take that call. Totally. Yeah. What's the harm? It takes two minutes. Sure. Yep. So I think this is like a constant process and not like just when the applications are open, you go and apply, but there is some... uh, constant networking that you have to do networking is not done in a day and well <laughs> so yeah i think that has worked really well for you so happy to be yeah happy for that totally. yeah and that's a great point that you bring up is you know there's always a rush to network when applications open but as much as you can if you know you're interested in a company or a place like if you have the time, send out a couple emails now and learn about them ahead of the recruiting schedule. That way, it's not just the check, check, check kind of conversation. Oh, can you refer me to this position? It's a, a fun, interesting conversation. And when you circle back around when applications open, be it over another call, um, a catch-up call, a shorter one, or even just a simple email, it can be like, I've been thinking of you in our conversation. Um, and, and you get to that genuine point of networking where it is that back and forth that you talked about, Nishi. And yep. I mean, that's what life is all about, right? Like relationships and interacting with people. You know, you may fight with me on that one. That's fine. Uh, that can be our question that we talk about in our networking call, what life is all about. But um, it's definitely, it's, it's nice to remind yourself that there are people like that. Um, and, and honestly, that does go back to what I why I chose Microsoft is those people that I found myself thinking about um, that I circled back around with who gave me their time uh, were Microsoft PMs. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell us about how uh, how your graduation has been this year in twenty twenty. You've been yeah. very fortunate. Did you have like a virtual <laughs> ceremony? 
and what would yeah. you say yeah. to students who are coming in next year so we launched the live show and we had a couple of questions from students that whether or not they should be you know thinking about masters for next year or maybe yeah. the next next how, how does it go what do you think totally i mean you're so right we had a virtual graduation ceremony which was um, not what I expected for my college graduation, but it was really fun. Um, we have an orange tree in the backyard, and so um, my parents and my little brother were so sweet. They woke up early, juiced some oranges, and we had, you know, like mimosas. I'm over 21. Um, and it, it was a really special time just to celebrate all the hard work, and um, it wasn't what a lot of us anticipated, but um, we had 3.6 years at in the, one of the best colleges in the world, um, and so I think a lot of my friends, while they're a little sad and disappointed, we cycled through the like five stages of grief process pretty fast and were able to enjoy it for what it was. Um, I have a lot of empathy for the students going through school right now. I know it's hard. I'm so sorry that it's not the classic school experience that you hoped for, that you wished for, that you anticipated. Um, it's rough and it sucks. Um, there's a lot going on in the world for sure. Um, but I think we can still take our 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 disappointments in stride. Um, and I do think that the future of remote education is bright. I loved my last quarter of classes um, and was able to make new friends and, and talk with my teachers. Who knows what it would have been like in person, but it's possible. Um, and then I want to get to your question about masters and stuff. I mean, yeah, if, if you want, if you've ever been thinking about get your, getting your masters and you know, you want to get it, why not? What's the harm in applying? Um, I do think it's, it's definitely a very personal situation for people. Um, will the masters help them get ahead in their career? Um, do they have the means to pay for it? All, all of these questions are, are valid ones to weigh. Um, but I would say the best thing to do is network. Um, if you want to figure out if, if you should do a master's, like I've never done one. I, I can only kind of share from my experience. So why not reach out to someone in a really cool master's program that you think is super exciting? You'll get insight into like, is it worth it? Um, how are they planning on transitioning to remote instruction? Um, what are the job opportunities like after your master's? Um, what have been some fun memories from your master's? All of those questions would be great to ask um, master students and even um, administrators of the program if you, you know, are interested in a school. Usually, they'll send out like emails, and you can maybe email them back and say, "I'm curious. Explore the website." Um, but I think if you've ever been thinking about it, now is a good time to go back to school. Um, it's also probably possible to do a lot of part-time masters if you are looking for a job or have found one, um, just because you could probably do it online. I know some of my friends are doing that. Um, so if you're interested and you want the skills, why not? Thanks, Katie, for the wonderful advice. Uh, last question. Uh, do you have any other piece of advice for all college grads or maybe students in general? Um, I guess the last thing I'll say is my advice for any students, um, recent graduates, who are interested in product, interested in tech, interested in the world more broadly. Um, and I have a, a couple different pieces of disjointed advice for you, but this is always a question that I ask at the end of my networking calls. So, um, you know, people are very liberal with their advice, so take it with a grain of salt. Um, but a couple of things off the top of my head is like, talk to people, um, be shameless about networking. And, you know, if you don't feel the most comfortable over the phone, email is perfectly fine. 
Um, but but learn, take this opportunity to learn from others because there is so much stored insight um, in people's heads. Verge are probably like the Silicon Valley big shots, but there's so many others. I love Fast Company too. The article on um, Yeezy and like Kanye, the new art director for the Yeezy site, it looks amazing. Um, but like send cool articles to people. Um, it'll keep you up to date with the tech news and you might find something really interesting or cool. Um, and then on that note, hopefully like those articles were sp will spur you to think deeply about topics that aren't covered in school. Uh, formulate opinions. Even though you're a student, you're allowed to have opinions. You're allowed to talk um, to others and change them, expand them. Um, yeah, and feel free to share those opinions respectfully as possible um, with friends or family, other product people. But formulating opinions on things like the future of autonomous vehicles or like the necessity of ethics in computer science, higher education, like those are two things that I've been thinking about. And it would be fun to talk about them with others. Um, and it's, it's fun to have my own opinions on this as a 22 year old, knowing that they change and grow as I as I also grow. And then my last piece of advice is the future is a place of excitement, not stress, even though I know right now is kind of crazy. Um, so going back to like my mental health, um, like reminder is like your life is yours and as um, intoxicating as Fang and, you know, like Microsoft and those the lure of like the jobs are. Um, it's not for everyone. Um, college isn't for everyone. Traditional jobs are not for everyone. And so if that is not your path, don't force it on yourself. Um, you shouldn't be stressed in doing this. Um, and that is, again, why I recommend networking is talking with people about their like valid experiences and their lived experiences is usually a lot more centering than just blindly like, you know, working on your resume and, and trying to send in all these applications. So um, try to keep that in mind. It's something I try to remind myself of a lot. Um, but um, take care of yourself. It's <laughs> my last piece of advice. Sure. Thank you so much for sharing amazing pieces of advice that you have uh, yeah. gathered over the years and amazing thoughts on product and tech and recruiting. Well, you had a great year 2020. I hope you have a great one ahead. Yeah. Well, I just love talking with you, Nishi, even though I probably talk most of the time. Uh, but it's been so fun, you guys. Thanks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Nishi's amazing. Sunday Thomas looks really cool. Um, and I, I love this research lab show. So I'm, I'm really, again, honored to be a part of it.